Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. Hi everyone. So we are the two founders of Spark Run, as you guys probably know. Um, I We were off last week. I was traveling. It's Carnival. It, it was Carnival week uh, last week in Brazil. The whole continent basically shuts down <laughs> for a week in parties. Um, really? I didn't even know oh, that's yeah. what it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we couldn't even, we were traveling and we, uh, our credit card got frozen by our bank. Um, I guess they didn't realize we were traveling. But we couldn't even get a hold of the bank to get it reopened because everyone was traveling last week. So, <laughs> wow, yeah, it's, that's it's crazy. A, uh, it's a cold phenomenon down here. Um, so yeah, we took last week off for uh, for Carnival Week, even though it's not really a thing in the U.S. Uh, but week before that, I interviewed Chris Manula from Can I Retire Yet? He talks all about early retirement, financial independence in your forties, and how to make that happen. And this week, we're going to be going over can you make renting to family or friends work? And you know, some of the pros, cons, cautions about renting to friends or family, it can be, it can work out for everybody, uh, or it can be super poisonous <laughs> for, for your, both your wallet and your relationships. And as one special announcement, we are actually doing a live free webinar on Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And it's all about short-term rentals, Airbnb, um, extended stay and midterm rentals, and most importantly, how to do it with very little money. And we're we're hosting that free webinar with Al Williamson, who is who is the, awesome. He is awesome. He is the leading expert on short-term rentals in the U.S. We hosted a webinar with him a few years ago, and it was so much fun. It was packed with information. So. Uh, I'm going to share a link to where you guys can register. Hi, Christina. Christina, Christina, she rents to family and friends. There you go. See, so it goes to show you that it it can can be done. And and yeah, it can be profitable for you. It can be a great situation for them. Um, So just share a link in the comments to where you can register for the the free webinar we're hosting at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Thursday, all about short-term rentals. Hello back to you, Christina. Mm-hmm. All right, without further ado, Denny, walk us through some of the advantages to renting to, to family or friends. Well, I mean, we all know what's happening out in the world with COVID and the eviction issues and whatnot. And sometimes renting to family at this point can be a benefit, um, you know, provided you you do all your due diligence, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, if you're stuck with somebody in your place and you can't evict them, why not be family? You have a little right. bit more leeway there. <laughs> well, fair enough. And you know what, what is going on between the lines there too is that your family and friends have an additional incentive to actually pay their rent on time to you, right? I mean, you have a relationship right. on the line. So even though there's an eviction moratorium right now, 
they still don't want to poison that relationship with you by not paying the rent just because you can't evict them at the moment. So exactly. It, exactly. It's, it's a great reason to rent to them. All right. Other other pros of renting to family and friends. Right Some family is more responsible. I mean, they're not all deadbeats like sometimes people <laughs> say. I mean, I, we posted we were going to do this subject on um, social media and some of the family, but there are some instances uh, it's worked for me um, and I'm sure it can work, you know, for others. It worked for Christina. So, you know, you, I mean, the problem comes in is when we know how bad somebody is with money and we rent to them <laughs> anyway. And, and that happens a lot because we're like, oh, they're family. We want to help. But that never works. That's where you no. get bitten. Yeah. No. All right. Well, so those are, those are some great pros to renting to family. Um, what about some of the cons? What are some of the downsides and risks when you rent to family? And Christina started us off here by saying one con, one con is that they sometimes expect a discount on the rent. <laughs> it's right? true. It's true. So, um, Penny, what are some of the other, the other downsides or risks to renting to family? Well, it becomes personal. And it's, um, you know, I grew up in family businesses. Our, our business is wholly, it can be either a great thing or a not so great thing. And when you, you know, cross personal and business lines, there's definite, um, you have to set up structures really good because if you cross the lines, you got to be careful that, you know, stuff doesn't happen because of that. Um, the other is, uh, it's not even just non-payment. I mean, what if you have a family member that brings in a dog that you clearly said no pets or, you know, are having parties all hours of the night and you're getting complaints from other tenants. I mean, these are things that you have to take care of and, and it, crossing those personal lines again, having to talk to them can be a little, you know, uncomfortable. And as Christina said, raising rent, you know, you hear, but we're fam, you know, like <laughs> we're tight. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, because a lot of times family will also look at, as so many other people look at the landlord as miserly, you know, oh, they got plenty of money, they can deal with it. And they don't realize that there's other things involved here. You know, there's costs and, and it's so people choose to do this because they do want to make money, usually. That's an investment. So, right. Your property is an investment. And, you know, when you, when you cross, like you said, those, those personal with business and investment, you cross those lines and boundaries, sometimes there are clashes. Exactly. And, you know, like you said, Denny, sometimes the violations aren't just non-payment of rent. And in many cases, those can get even more uncomfortable with it when it's family or friends. You know, what if your your daughter or your niece or someone moves in their boyfriend who you think is a, a deadbeat? <laughs> you right. <know>? Serious. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's something that maybe you wouldn't say to, to them under normal circumstances, but you don't want that guy living in your property, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, so it, it's it, can, it can get uncomfortable. All right. So, yeah, so Denny, then what can... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, and then just repair issues. That, you know, that can be a two-sided thing. Be upset with you because they don't think you repaired something properly and vice versa. So that becomes, that can become an issue as well. No question. 
All right, so for landlords out there that are thinking about renting their property to family or friends, what can they do to prevent some of these headaches and, and problems moving forward? One um, is tune in to tune in <laughs> Thursday at six and learn how to rent to them short term. Hide your head in the sand, and we talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, you can't close like if you know you know the um brother-in-law who is out at the bar every night and is calling in sick to work and then complaining he has no money and his bills are behind you know that guy so when he comes to you and needs a place to rent don't pretend you don't know that and then cry poor or whatever when he's in there ruining the place and not paying the rent so keep your eyes open. Um, the other is, if you're doing it to help, then do it to help. But if you're doing it because you want to make money, then keep everything business. Because um, that's how it's got to be. And um, Christina said clear expectations from the front. And that means that you have to have a lease that spells out everything and stay on top of that lease so if they you know do something against the lease send them notification just like anybody else right away because as soon as you let them slide they're worse family and friends are going to be worse if you do um let things go because they're that's just human nature yeah absolutely and if, if you do need a super comprehensive lease agreement for your state uh, we have a link to ours in the comments. Shameless plugs here. Shameless plugs. Kevin said he's done birth, both, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And that's definitely true. Um, and another preventive is screening. And that, I don't know. I mean, Christina, did you screen your family before they moved? You said you have to have thick skin. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want to screen them. and they'll, And if they balk at that, run because that's a problem bad sign it's red flag yeah and we, we did add a link uh, in the comments as well to where you can run tenant screening reports on them um, absolutely and then um you want to collect rent electronically if you can keep yourself out of it i mean the the less that you are involved in having to say it's rent time and trying to get their money the better it is and then again stay in reality don't let things go all of those things that um that we had talked about and the other thing you can do is hire a property manager because that keeps you completely out of it and then you can even play like semi-ignorant and say hey talk to them <laughs> well it adds that buffer so it reduces some of the emotional component of that when you have right. a, a disinterested third party who's managing it and uh, christina said that she did screen uh, her family and friends nice. Friends, awesome. Uh, when they rented, so she did run those those, and and, and that's why she's probably having a good outcome with it. Yeah, and she did. She makes a good point that she doesn't really recommend it for newbies. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, it's it's all too easy to make some of these mistakes as a new landlord renting to your your friend or family member. Absolutely. All right. So, Denny, what should landlords do when they have a friend or a family member who violates the lease agreement? Well, for a talk to them immediately talk to them um and now normally i wouldn't even talk to like a tenant on the phone first i would send notice out but with family i i would talk 
um, on the phone first. And don't wait. <laughs> don't let it go. Um, get right on top of it. And then after you speak to them, if you don't see anything changing, then send the notification and make it formal like you would with anyone else. Um, and then be prepared um, because the relationship could be damaged. You know, that's it's there's just nothing you can do about that. That's a risk when you run to family and friends. I mean, you, you do you do risk your personal relationship when it crosses over and also becomes a business relationship. They, you know, they could screw you over and and then get indignant when you have to evict them. So right. that is a risk. And it, it can cause, I've heard stories, you know, family drama where you have this side against this side and they evicted uh, us, threw us out in the middle of the night on the winter day and all <laughs> nine yards. So, yeah. So know that that can happen and you have to be well which brings me again might be a good idea instead of renting to family and friends to consider a short-term rental <laughs> yeah and, uh, and and kevin reinforces that point here that you know either it's help or charity for your friend or family member mm -hmm. or you're doing it as a as a business relationship and you have to hold them to the same standard as you would hold any other time exactly um, and you know he, he goes on to say you can always uh tell them it's the law or that your partners uh are making the the uh, veto vote here um if if they don't meet your criteria so you know sometimes you can you can blame it on a partner sometimes <laughs> which is awesome that's kind of like hiding under a property manager <laughs> right same right. thing i like that <laughs> all right so Denny, to, to wrap this up, you know, what, what are the, the takeaway summary points here? Well, you want to keep it business. You want to keep your head out of the sand. You have to be totally upfront and honest with them. Um, try to protect yourself, tenant screening, a lease, all those things, and um, be very distant. Don't be wishy-washy with them. As soon as you give an inch, a foot will be taken. Yeah. Absolutely. And to reiterate for anyone who has joined us since then, uh, we are holding a free live webinar on Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, all about short-term rentals uh, and midterm and uh, corporate rentals as well. Uh, we're bringing in our, our good friend and who is truly the, the leading expert on this subject in the United States, Al Williamson. He's going to go through all kinds of, of tips, tricks, and also how to get started, even if you don't have much money. You can get started in the short-term rental business, even if you don't have a ton of money. He's going to show you exactly how and to do that. And during this COVID and all that stuff that's going on. Right, so that's one of the things we're going to be going over is how the short-term rental industry is going to be changing over the course of 2021 as the vaccine rolls out, as the pandemic proceeds, you know, how, how is the industry going to change and how can you take advantage of that as well? Exactly. So, Denny, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I think we covered it all. Thank you, all Christina right. and Kevin, for your input. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys on Thursday, the 25th, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We have the, the link here in the comments, but once again, it's uh, sparkrunnel.com slash Airbnb where you can register 
oh, you know what? <laughs> that is actually not the registration link. I, uh, <laughs> that is the wrong link. Um, it's actually a Zoom link, which I, we will be posting in the, um, in the page. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick, actually. I, I totally messed that up. Hey, it's, we're, that's what happens with live stuff. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, yeah, like, like Denny said, these are live broadcasts and we make mistakes too in the live broadcast. All right, let's see if I can get that Zoom link in here. There it is. All right. I apologize, you guys. Uh, so we just added the Zoom <laughs> link in the, uh, in the chat here for you guys. All right. We will see you guys on Thursday and have a great week. See you later. Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us. And we will catch you on the flip side.